Hey guys, uh, welcome to Shooting Blanks. Today I have me as a guest. Um, I'm just talking by myself. Um, just want to go into some more serious topics. Today's going to be about mental health. Um, I try. I rambled a bit. I'm sorry. But stay with me. It's going to be a couple part series here. And it's going to be more often than a, a fucking month or so. Don't forget that today's podcast is brought to you by Locals Only. Check out the Instagram. Check out the store. Get yourself some stickers or some shirts. Um, I would say hoodies, but it's hot as balls outside. And no one wants to wear a hoodie right now. Except me, because I work in one all day. <laughs> so today's podcast is going to be a little different. I'm by myself, and it's more of a serious topic. I'm going to be doing a lot of spitballing here. Um, shooting from the hip. I have notes, but we're going to see how it goes as I just talk and try to get things out to hopefully create more awareness and attention and start the conversation. I think this is going to be a one of two, if not more parters of podcasts. I'm going to bring people on and talk about these topics as well. Today, I wanted to talk about men's mental health. Um, it's been about a solid month and a half, let's call it, since I've done a podcast. I've uh, just been super busy with this calendar and new designs and trying to get rid of old inventory and blah, 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 blah. And in that time, there's been a lot of things that have changed, whether it be relationships with people or job sites or friends, you name it, things obviously fluctuate and they go up and down. Um, what got me to essentially shit or get off the pot today for this topic was dealing with my own family um, with my calendar, where I'm told that I'm a sleazeball or I have no morals or anything along those lines. I'm not going to get into too much details about it because you guys want to hear that. Um, and that took a toll on me at first just because it was more of people that I respect um, that I've grown up with that are very quick to judge. And then if you take a step back, the people that are quick to judge are also not all the time, but more often than not, the last people to support. And when it comes to my brand, I've noticed that the people that I expected to be all on board and support it and be there for it find excuses day in and day out. And the people that don't, that, that, I, that I don't know necessarily, whether it be strangers on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or just people I meet on job sites, they rep with me more than, like I said, my friends and family that I knew. Knew, no, I didn't cut anybody out, whatever. Um... And it's really funny to me because at first, this, and this happened at four o'clock in the morning, I was very taken taken back. I was very bothered. I wasn't upset. I was more mad because I am a 36-year-old male. I don't get upset at things like that. I get mad. And started work, got my head under in control and whatnot, and it was more of a, why did that bother me? I've always grown up that there's two wolves inside of you, and depending upon which one you feed is what you're going to do. So... That's why I'm very much fix it or don't. What are you going to do? So in this situation, it was a, why did that bother me so much? Well, it's hurtful when people that you respect and admire and look up to don't ever say anything positive. If you don't ever have the words of affirmation, you don't ever have the, you know, dude, I'm proud of you or the, I love yous, the, you're killing it, the, you know, things are tough, but keep going. I see something, you know, not, not lying about it just to blow smoke up your ass, but genuine, you know what I mean? And when that's not said a lot in your life, you question everything that you are and you have. And one of the biggest things that I have discovered since being a father and my kids are 
older. Um, and by older, I have two kids in high school. Um, and then I, you know, younger ones. Um, and being that my daughter's almost out of high school, she's a junior and my son's just got into high school. I've learned that I need to be the person for them that I needed when I was a kid. Now, when I was a kid, I had a good relationship with my parents. My dad was a truck driver, but he was working all the time. If he wasn't working, he was working all around the house, yard work, working on his car, whatever it was, you know? Um, it was very old traditional type rules when it came to, to my house. You know what I mean? And that's what I saw. But I also saw that, yes, my mom did a lot of the cooking and cleaning. However, my dad's days off, he would clean and he would cook and he would do all that too for her. And that's what I've translated over into my life, that there really is no gender role as long as you both bust your ass for your household. Um, that being said, when it comes to certain things, there they say that there isn't any gender roles but there are um it's more acceptable for a woman to have a mental breakdown uh, a mental health day um problems um and this is just what i've seen it's not what i believe it's just what i've seen that it's more acceptable now whether it be buddies or coworkers or whatever it is everybody says it's acceptable for a man to do it hey if you're if you're struggling if you're doing this reach out blah 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 but i've seen those same people that say reach out and talk crack jokes and make fun of people right behind their back when they do and maybe that's how they cope with it maybe that's how they deal with their own shit maybe that's just whatever i mean i know that i became funny for other people because that's how i mask my stress and my hurt feelings or whatever it is you know you just turn it into a joke you laugh about it and you move on but i forgot that part about yeah, you might laugh about it right then and there, but you need to go back and fix it. Um, I'm coming up on the, this is just a little personal uh, note about me. I'm coming up on the 10-year anniversary of my dad dying, and I still never really dealt with it. Um, dealt with it as obviously I processed it and my dad's not here and blah, blah, blah. But I never really, maybe that's how my body just wanted to break it down. I never cried about it. I never took time to really think about it. I never did any of that because... I didn't have time. Uh, 10 years ago, my daughter was six, my son was four, and they were upset about losing their grandfather. And my mom was upset more about losing her husband. There was no time for Nick to really worry about losing his dad. And that's okay. Um, to a degree. I never went back though and handled it. Why? Because there's always been a weird stigma um, when it comes to asking for help, uh, it's always perceived as being weak as again, this is, I'm not saying this is actual factual. I'm saying this is just what comes across, whether it's just reluctance to ask for help or the fear of being shamed or just feeling like nobody really understands. And a lot of people understand, especially nowadays in 2021, a lot of people understand what the stresses of just everyday life of, dealing with death of family members or dealing with the stress of school and work and kids and just, just life. Um, but all that stuff spills over. And then if you bottle it all up, like I do a lot, I'm not saying I do this, but, uh, then it's going to start affecting your relationships. Now I, I've, I, I like to pay attention to people. I love people watching. And there was an incident at work where I wasn't even involved, but someone got hurt. Uh, somebody got blamed and that person that got blamed 
instead of owning it and shit, I fucked up. That person shouldn't have gotten hurt. If I thought about this and this and this, this wouldn't have happened. And just being calm, cool, and collected about it, yelled. I rightly yelled at people and blamed everybody else because they couldn't, couldn't what the fuck kind of word is that? They couldn't handle, uh, in my opinion, the judgment or the shame of like, dude, you fucked up and somebody got hurt because of it. They couldn't handle that stress of it. So instead of dealing with it maturely and the proper way, they lashed out. And I don't know how the home life is, but I can only assume that if you're doing that with strangers, you're definitely doing that at home where you're comfortable. And that's where it gets kind of scary. That's where it gets kind of hard is that nobody knows what somebody's going through, whether it you have a spouse or a parent or a sibling or somebody that lashes out or you're somebody that lashes out. And it's hard to ever know because everybody has to be the perfect person when they're out in public. Nobody wants to be the real person of like, homie's broken. Um, he needs some help. She needs some help. But they they want to be more of the, oh man, they got it together. Look, look, look at this person just, just killing life, just killing it. You know what I mean? And as I get older, I've, I'm finally understanding the no fucks given. And I've always said I never gave a fuck what people said or people did, but I always did. I I, I always did um, up until maybe six, seven years ago. Always cared um, for the simple fact that I wanted to be included. I didn't like being excluded. And now it's just to a point that I'm just like, I don't give a fuck, dude. If I'm, if I'm struggling with work, I'm going to ask you for help. If I'm struggling with thinking about something, I'm going to just be quiet until I figure it out, until I get to somebody that I trust. And... I think that that just needs to be accepted more. I think that people need to reach out to their friends more often. Um, and people say it all the time. You'll see it everywhere on TikTok. You'll see it everywhere on Instagram. Of like, hey, if you ever need anybody, reach out, reach out. But then when you do, that person who posts that is always, oh, we'll talk later, dog. I'm busy. All right. Um, I had a guy in that I know, a buddy of mine, who lost his job, um, lost his his significant other and is going through a hard time right now and I was very shocked and I'm glad he did that he reached out and wanted some help like I'm, I'm struggling dude like I don't know what to do and that again started this thought process and this this mulling everything over of like why don't people do that more often why is there such a need to be accepted by strangers on the internet strangers in life what's the point what is the end result here? And I haven't figured that out yet. I would love to have that conversation for what other people think, for why there's that driving nature to be accepted by people. Um, I understand the whole exclusion part and blah, 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 but there's a big difference in my opinion on being accepted by your peers that you see on a daily basis, whether it be classmates or uh, coworkers or family and just strangers. And if you want to be accepted by your peers that you see on a day to day, why not be honest? Why not be real? And then if they, it, again, easier said than done. Cause I tell this to my kids, if they, if you're yourself and they don't accept you, that's their fucking loss, but it's very lonely to not be accepted and have to deal with those people every day to know that there's that rejection there. There's a fear in relationships, in marriages that you're going to be rejected. There's a shitty feeling that if you're married and you try to get down with the get down and start the physical aspect of it and have sex with your uh, partner that if they say no, even though you've been together for 10, 20 years, you know, five years, whatever it is, you've been together a lengthy time, 
once you get that rejection, you feel a certain way. It's not just like, hey, okay, it's a, uh, then you start getting in your head of why, why don't you want to, uh, what, 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 what's going on? Are you, are you seeing somebody else? Are you thinking about somebody else? You know what I mean? And then you just go down that, that spiral, that rabbit hole. And it's very hard to communicate those, um, issues, those topics with people because it comes into pride. Now, pride and ego, I think are a huge aspect on why mental health is so important. Um, everybody's pride and ego gets in their way so that they don't talk about problems that they're having. They don't ask for help. They don't bring awareness. Like, look, dude, I'm, I'm hurting. Why? Because your pride and your ego are inside your fucking head. Like, dog, don't do that. They're going to make fun of you. Nah, they're going to make fun of you because of past shit you've seen, past shit you've heard, experienced, or just a fear. Um, I don't want to ramble. I want this to be a big thing, but it's, it needs to be more structured, I think. I think that there needs to be more topics that need to be dealt with. I think that on a whole, people need to really check themselves and make sure that they're getting the help, that, that men are asking help. They're asking their brothers, I'm hurting, especially during this COVID time, during this um, shit. I'm just, during the shitty time, dude. It's been a shitty time for the past like three, four years, man, where um, everything's ass backwards. And it's getting more and more backwards to where you don't know what to do. Um, like I said, I grew up with the traditional values of how houses are. And now I'm told that those values are wrong, that I'm considered myself a toxic male because of how I hold myself. And I own that I'm considered a toxic male. I laugh at it a lot because I'm one of the nicest people that anybody will meet and I'll give the shirt off my back. I don't think I mansplain anything. Uh, for those of you listening, that means that a man is going <laughs> to... Just kidding. Um, I don't think that I do that. Uh, I'm sure I fall victim to it. Um, but I think it's very hard when they're in a in a culture now that people are pushing that is for acceptance. It's only accepting when it's a certain way. Um, it's only accepting if it fits a narrative of the person you're talking to. And that, I think, is a huge part for why people don't ask for help. If I don't fit into anybody, if I don't, if I think I fit into your box and I ask you a question and then I find out I don't fit into your box and you start judging me on it, I'm never going to fucking talk to you again about anything of substance. Um, and I think that people are too close-minded now to actually understand and accept what's happening in other people's lives. And I think that it's very important for people to realize that whether it be mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, cousin, best friend, uh, whatever it is, if somebody's not beneficial for your life, for your growth, that you say, fuck it, and you don't handle that person anymore. Um, again, that's easier said than done, but you can do it in a respectful way to where it's like, I'm just going to do me. And I found that with my brand and with my photography and with my school, I'm more successful when I don't tell people what's going on because I, I don't have that driving fear of being judged. I don't have that in my corner of you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're failing. You're not doing it. You're not, you know what I mean? And everybody who doesn't fuck with you, they want to see you fail. And everybody that is fucking with you doesn't necessarily want to see you succeed either. And that's the hard part to figure out. And that's the hard, 
in my opinion, that's the hard part with mental health is you think somebody's in your corner and sure as shit, the second you're real, you find out that they're not really in your corner. Um, stay tuned. This is going to be a, a bigger thing. I think later on in the week, I'm going to have uh, Hulk back on here and him and I are going to dissect this a little more. Um, thanks for listening and we'll be talking soon.